You are listening to Aldrin Simpia on SAFM. 0614-104-107. That is our voice note line. You can also drop me a tweet at Aldrin Simpia. And our studio line is 086-000-2032. Also tell us where you're traveling from. It's 20 minutes after 3 o'clock. We're in conversation next with uh, John Kiger, retired professor of politics and international relations at the University of Cambridge. Following an alleged leak of U.S. intelligence documents, the country's Department of Justice has opened an investigation into the incident. The documents, which are widely shared on social media platforms such as Twitter, are part of routine updates that the U.S. military joint staff would produce daily but not distribute to the public. To explain how the apparent leak of these highly classified documents could impact national security, uh, John Kiga, retired professor of politics, now joining us on the line. Prof, good afternoon and thank you so much for making time for us. What do you think the impact of this um, leak documents would be, considering as well um, that we haven't gotten a clear indication as yet around the authenticity of it? Or do we need um, somebody from Capitol Hill to give a statement first? Um, I don't think you'll get a a statement from Capitol Hill um, that would make it far too political. Um, What's happening at the moment is there's an interagency investigation to find out where the source of this leak was and to discover uh, what impact it's going to have on American foreign policy and also allied foreign policy. And if I might make a small correction to your introduction, it's a little bit more serious than you suggested. A lot of this information is not just routine uh, information that is put out every now and then. An awful lot of it is highly classified material that is um, from particular agencies and covers not just Ukraine, but of course the rest of the world and Africa in particular. And what is it about these documents and what is it that they reveal? Well, they reveal an awful lot of things about the war in Ukraine, um, much of which has been headlined, such as um, the number of people killed in action on both sides and the number of uh, uh, number of artillery that the um, Ukrainians uh, need and their their depletion of munitions. And some of those have been, in fact, falsified that you can see uh, if you go onto some of the sites in which this is uh, this information is made known. But um, more more seriously is that it covers a number of other countries that um, are a little bit surprising, including allies. So South Korea, for instance, uh, it is suggested that uh, the United States has been listening into their conversations about arms shipments. Um, there is uh, a discussion about uh, about Wagner's presence in Mali mm. and the number of troops it has there, and a number of other uh, related issues along those lines. Yeah, and, and and let me just quickly start off with the one when we speak speaking about allies is that. Um, so when a government collects intelligence, um, does it really matter which intelligence it is gathering, whether it is from foes or whether it is from allies? Because there's also a report, for instance, on how um, the the U.S. also spied or listened into Zelensky's conversations. Yes, well, um, I mean, it's said with very close allies that uh, they should be allowed to spy on each other because it reveals their weaknesses. Um, But there are some times when it's made public that it becomes very embarrassing. Mm -hmm. 
So it's embarrassing in the case of South Korea, who is a, a long-standing ally of the United States. It, it's also embarrassing um, when it concerns France, for instance, and uh, the question of, um, of Wagner's presence in Mali and the impact that that could have on France. So uh, that's a little bit more uh, upsetting. But we don't know what the origin of this is, whether it's disinformation, whether it's a disgruntled employee, or whether it's old-fashioned espionage by a mole in the American system, or a mole amongst allies. A mole amongst allies, and how would they have gotten um, their hands on these documents if the source isn't within the US government itself? Well, because there is a lot of intelligence sharing that goes on. There's something called the Five Eyes, which is Americans very closely sharing information with the United Kingdom, with Australia, with New Zealand and Canada. And that's been running since the Second World War. And um, that is a very, very close alliance. And then afterwards, there's Nine Eyes, which includes other countries as well, such as France or, 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 or Denmark. And then afterwards, there's 12 eyes, and you can go on for quite some time. Intelligence sharing happens all across the world, and uh, South Africa is part of this as much as anybody else. And um, so it, there are all opportunities then for allies, a mole in an allied uh, um, administration, to leak this information. And for, if they're disgruntled, unhappy with the policy over Ukraine, they're unhappy with the policy uh, in other areas and for it to have a lot of impact. Yeah. How do you see um, the US government approaching this particular investigation and the fallout from it, also considering, for instance, that there was the Edward Snowden case as well, and uh, on that particular matter, trying to secure him to be prosecuted? Yes, well, you're right. That was the, I suppose, last big and most important um, uh, leak of, uh, of documents um, by from the American secret uh, administrations. So that was back in 2013. And, and this is the biggest leak since then. So what the interagency investigation will be doing is looking, first of all, to see where it's come from. And for the moment, they're suggesting that it is from the United States, because a certain amount of information which has been circulated in documents which are actually published the documents themselves and those documents are only circulated as we understand it anyway to the united states um, uh, agencies uh, there are a number of documents in fact that have n4n written on them which means not for nationals meaning not for foreign nationals in other words they can't be circulated to the uk or to australia or to france or wherever and the final one is on the fallout from this as well and being able to um, to discern the the misinformation um, from from the authentic um, documentation as well, especially for allies of the U.S. Um, well, it, it, the, the fallout is going to be uh, of greater or lesser importance depending on where, where the source is. But for instance, if it is a spy, an actual old-fashioned spy, a Russian spy, for instance, in the administration, depending on which administration they're in, which access they had to documents, it could be very, very serious. Uh, and if it's just a disgruntled employee, that's always bad. But it's not quite the same degree of problem, because if there's mm. one spy, then you can begin to wonder whether there might be others. 
Thank you so much for your time. Um, that is John Kigger, retired professor of politics and international relations at the University of Cambridge. 0614-104-107. We're taking your voice notes. You can also drop me a tweet at Alderan St. Pierre. Our studio line is 86 2032